Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. We are going to be studying and we are going to be studying call narratives, particularly at this time the call narratives of the Old Testament. And in order to appreciate the depth and power of the call narratives, one must have a Western Asian mindset, that is, the call narratives are the product of Western Asia. So therefore, they are Semitic in nature. They are not Western. And it is very difficult for us as Westerners to move into and appreciate some of the uh, some of the ways of the uh, the ancient uh, Hebraic mind. And so this is a very powerful, uh, that is, call narratives are very powerful in, in what they bring and introduce into the life of the one who is called of Yahweh. So one of the verbs that one meets or reads in the call narratives is the uh, is the verb came. Uh, that is the English. This is the way it is, it is written or translated or transliterated for us. But in the Hebrew, uh, the verb is hayah, and it literally means happened. The word of the Lord happened, and so when Yahweh calls an individual. That individual is placed is placed in a new situation. That is, his old life, his old station, his old ways are gone, and the, the individual is placed in a unique situation that is uh, that has been placed into his life by God, and so the individual must do the will of God. Now, every call narrative is unique and different, and even uh, the call narratives in the New Testament are unique and different. For instance, in, in the book of Acts, we read about the call narrative of the Apostle Paul and how God called him and what God did to him and the result uh, of that encounter. So, this morning I want to speak about the prophet Jeremiah. He is an eighth. He was an eighth-century prophet. Uh, his name means the Lord exalts, or the Lord establishes. Very, very wonderful name. 
and he is the prophet of renewal and hope for his people. And if you understand uh, this document, if you read it <clears throat> with the through the Spirit, you will get uh, a very profound understanding as to why God chose Jeremiah for this specific ministry. So he is a prophet of renewal and hope. The keynote of his ministry is conflict. You see, Jeremiah brings the word of the Lord to the people of God who cannot hear the word of God because the people of God are not walking in the will of God. Jeremiah's ministry is to Judah. Uh, The northern kingdom that is Israel was uh, removed by God in 722 B.C. by the Assyrians. So now there is only the southern kingdom. Jeremiah will speak to the southern kingdom. And at this time, uh, in the history of the people of God, they they have left God again. They have involved themselves in the idolatrous practices of the nations around them. Interestingly, archaeological finds uh, have shown uh, that in the, with regard to the northern kingdom, the people have tried to have a, a syncretistic uh, uh, worship practice. That is, they wanted to wed the idolatrous and very heinous worship practices of the nations around them with the worship of Yahweh. And so they tried, attempted a syncretistic Yahweh, which God never accepts. The southern kingdom also tried to have a syncretistic Yahweh, which does not work. God said it, God has already said, uh, he said in the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, who he is. Yahweh only is in exclusivism. He is exclusively theirs, and they are exclusively his. He has said that he is a jealous God. He has stated that his glory he will not share with another. So there is that exclusive relationship between that exists between God and his people. They are his people. He does not throw his people away or toss them out. They are his and he is theirs. The name Israel denotes relationship that God has with his people. Now, I don't know if you have ever studied the name Israel, but there is so much in that name. And God calls, says that it talks about the the exclusivism of his relationship to his people. Indeed, L E L on the end of the word Israel uh, refers to that 
that exclusive relationship that God has with his people. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 1 reads, the words of uh, really Jeremiah, because the Hebrew alphabet, the Hebrew uh, alphabet does not have J. And so God is not, and so it is Jeremiah for us. The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests at Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin. So we read the, the Debar of Jeremiah. Debar is another important uh, word for us to understand. I don't have time to go into uh, the meaning of that term at depth, but the Hebrew consonants are DBR for Debar. And it is another very important word that is used of God's relationship to his prophets. The prophets of God uh, are in the Hebrew called the Nabi, N-A-B-I, they are the Nabi. Now, so the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests at Amathoth in the territory of Benjamin. So 1 Samuel 9-1 states that Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin. And in Philippians 3-5, we read that Paul was also of the tribe of Benjamin. So, Jeremiah speaks of, and so we, as we go on, we read uh, in verse 4, the word of the Lord came to me. And again, the Hebrew word is hayah. H-Y-H in the Hebrew, but then we add the consonants, uh, A. And so we have have the consonant A. And so in verse 4, we read, the word of the Lord happened to me. The word of the Lord happened to me. Jeremiah speaking, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as prophet, as a prophet to the nations. So in the Hebrew, in verse 5, the Lord's biography of Jeremiah, Jeremiah's life is compressed into 11 short words. Now, Old Testament call narratives have four elements. We have the divine word of command, number one. Number two, uh, the person's reluctance to obey. Number three, we have divine reassurance. And And number four, we have assumption of responsibility. Now, in verse six, notice what we have. This is Jeremiah's response to the call of God. Ah, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. Now, at this time in ancient Hebrew culture, a child can be, could be anywhere from two years old to 40 years old. Once again, at this time in Hebrew culture, a child can be anywhere from two years of age to 40 years of age. 
7. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a child. You must. Notice in the call narratives. You must. Again, this is uh, Semitic thinking. This is the thinking of Western Asia. This is not Western thinking. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Indeed, the, uh, the formulated expression of the prophets is, thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Lord. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord restored his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me saying, in verse 11, what do you see, Jeremiah? So I'm going to stop there at this point, and I'll let me say that God called Jeremiah to speak in a very dangerous time. You and I live in a very dangerous time. People want to talk about transhumanism, transsexualism. People want, it is the American Psychological Association that the classical view of man uh, must be rejected. Our foundation as believers is the word of God. We depend upon God. And if God has called us to speak, we must speak. If God has called us to stand, we must stand. If God has called us to preach, we must preach. If God has called us to teach, we must teach. Live your call narrative. Do what God has called you to do. Good morning. God bless you. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.